0: Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And this week we're continuing our just chill game hangout discussion while we wait for Die to come out. And
1: true. while we meantime, wait to die.
0: Yeah. Um, I say as there's like a storm, the like outer bands of a hurricane over my house right now. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear it or not. The wind is like stupid right
1: now. No, I can't. I I can't hear it, but I know I've heard really, really awful things like that are going on down there, like weather wise.
0: It's so far away. I don't, it's ridiculous that the wind is this crazy at my house. Like, I just hope that
1: it's, it's like going to be good. Like, it's going to be okay because I know it's going away from you, like, it's not near you. So I'm really hoping that with it uh, being that far away and the wind being like this, it doesn't actually cause damage or anything.
0: Yeah, I'm not I'm not too worried here. I just feel bad for the people that's going to hit. Because, I mean, if I'm getting it this bad way over here, when it's just like an outer band, I can only imagine like being right in the pathway of it.
1: Yeah. Anyway. I know. Jennifer was getting her uh, passport, and so she was born in Florida, and so she has to get her birth certificate replaced because she can't her her, or her mom can't find the the original uh, one that was provided, other than just the one from the hospital. So she was going to put in and call and get the health department in uh, whatever county uh, Clearwater's in, and uh, they're closed indefinitely because of the uh, hurricane stuff. So she's like, "Well, there is nothing I can do about that, but uh, thanks, hurricane." So even here it's affecting things. Yeah. So
0: on to some happier things than Hurricanes. How's your gaming life been going?
1: Um, honestly, as you can see in uh Discord the other day where we were talking, it's pretty much all Marvel sla- Marvel Snap right now. Uh and Disney I've actually you've been Disney Lorcana, that's true. Disney Lorcana. I have been I have been playing Lorcana with Jennifer a lot and went and did it at the game shop last week. Uh, oh did Den. you Yeah yeah we we didn't have d d this past week so uh our uh, DM wasn't able to make it so I just brought all of the starter decks and cards I had and uh, a bunch of us sat around and played uh just Lorcana with those and uh it was a lot of fun like we did a three player game and it was uh it's set up very well for multiplayer uh, I don't know if you've been able to play with the family yet or anything like that but uh I highly recommend the uh, the multiplayer on it. It takes longer, obviously, but it is a lot of uh, fun having uh, three people trying to uh, figure out the difference between questing and getting uh, the lore to win. It's it's really cool.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, we played it. Um, so I got like all the cool lore kind of stuff that you sent me last week, and I was super pumped for it. I started, you know, opening up the starter deck so we could go ahead and just start playing. And then yeah. the next day I was trying to like drip feed myself some of this stuff. And so the next day <laughs> I opened more of the boosters and stuff like that. And uh, we finally got away around to playing on Saturday. Okay. Um, I still cannot get any of the kids to play with me. Like it's a little too advanced what? for the twin. It's too advanced for the oh. twins. And Naomi just doesn't seem to have any interest in it. Like we all like playing Pokemon cards and like we play it. Yeah. We play the Pokemon TCG all together and like it's, it's simplified rules when I play, like with the right. girls and all. But, um, Grace and I played Disney Lorcana for quite a bit on Saturday night, um, when the kids weren't around just to figure it out. And yeah. All. Um, and neither one of us really liked it.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs>
0: yeah. She, she doesn't, I knew it was going to be a hard sell for her because she doesn't like those kind of games anyway. And I, like, I'm not trying to say anything controversial here or anything. And, and I'm, Maybe just need to play it more because that's been the only time I've had a chance to play it right now. But I thought it was pretty boring, to be honest. Like I thought it like, like I really like collectible card games and trading card games and I mean, even living card games and stuff like, I mean, I love me some card games and I just, I don't know. I just, I was really bored with it, to be
1: honest. See, and I liked it. One of the things that Jennifer and I found that we like about it is that it is, you have your turn to do things. And then you don't interact on the other person's turn. And I know that that's a, uh, that's, a, that's a point of contention for some people with the game already. But it makes it strategic. It makes it actually a turn-based strategy game. And so those are the kinds that she and I like playing with each other. So uh, that's the kind of stuff that we play two-player anyway. And so she's actually wanted to play it more than I have over the last uh the last week or so and uh, she's really enjoyed it like she doesn't really care anything about collecting uh the cards or anything and she uh we haven't altered the starter decks at all but like she's the one who's been like hey you want to go play some Lorcana? i'm like yeah sure uh because it's a quick card game that just the two of us can play with characters we like and uh has that turn-based strategy thing that she and I are always playing either Othello or something like that, or uh, Fox in the Forest, where we don't like necessarily try to counter the other one, but we have to plan ahead and strategically uh, foil the other. And so, like we've we've really enjoyed it. That's I hate it that you didn't, hate yeah. it that you didn't like it.
0: I mean, it it is what it is. Um, Laura, who I work with, um, is really into Disney or Connor right now, and has been going to her game shop and playing it a bunch. And yeah. Uh, she told me that she thought it gets a lot. She said she kind of thought it was a a little boring too when she first started, but once she got out of the starter decks, she enjoyed it a lot more. And she recommended that I try to not play with the starter decks. Because we just, I opened up like one of the starter decks and then I opened up a second one and I was like, here, this one's for you. This one's for me. And we, you know, shuffled the decks and did that kind of stuff. Um, And then we traded around and tried out, you know, the different sets with the different inks and stuff. Mm -hmm. But Um, But yeah, I don't know. It just was felt very uh, just kind of, I don't know. Just, I I don't know. I just wasn't interested in it at all. Just did not like the way it plays. And I am definitely in the minority. Like I know a lot of people who've been playing it already who seem to love it. Um, I think for me personally, like I've got these cards and I think I will going to hold on to these cards, but I don't see myself trying to complete the collection or like buying the
1: second set or
0: anything like that. Like. Yeah, like I just it's not for me.
1: That really surprises me. You are you are actually the only person I know who hasn't liked it. Like all the people I talked to at the card shop, they came and did the 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 like the launch event, the pre-release. Uh that, that they sold out of a lot of stuff and uh, you know, I went that Monday to get stuff uh for us and uh for whatever was left. And that really surprises me because everybody I've talked to there really enjoyed it that weekend. And a lot of them ended up going home and researching stuff and figuring out how to actually play with not the starter decks and how to draft and stuff. And I was actually looking forward to maybe, uh, some of the, some of the card shop doing, uh, well, I was looking forward to the card shop, maybe doing a draft or something sometime, uh, where you don't have to have constructed because the cards are stupidly expensive still. But, uh, to be able to at least build a, a like competitive deck, and I like drafts and stuff like that a lot anyway, so that would be a lot of fun. Like it really does. Everybody I've talked to likes it, except for you. That that really that yeah. really saddens me because of how excited you were for it more than anything else.
0: Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I mean, it's one of those things. It's whatever. Like, I I only have so much time in a day, and you, there's only because of how expensive card games are and how yeah, much time yeah, they take yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like I only have so much time and money to focus on a card game. And it's just like, if it comes down to spending money on Disney Lorcana or Pokemon, like I'm going to spend money on Pokemon. Like I highly prefer that one. And and to be fair, I have been doing that a lot longer. Like, right. I mean, I had Pokemon cards in like 98, 99, whatever. And then yep. my kids got really into them. So I got back into it and I've just had a really good time playing that with them. And I don't know. I just Disney Larkana is just not for me. I don't want to discourage I mean, you that... from getting it. Like, I don't think it's a bad game. It's just not for me, and I didn't enjoy it.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I, I really do like it. So I recommend getting it. If you can get the starters and just see the basics. And I mean, I mean, I know Laura said not to do with this the starters, but I mean, it's an easy way to see the mechanics. Um, and uh, introduce somebody who's never played a card game before. Because I introduced uh, my friend Ariel and uh, Jennifer, who had n- neither of them had ever played a CCG before. And both of them really enjoyed this. I mean, it may be a stepping stone into something more like Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or Digimon or Magic, um, but it's uh, definitely something that, I know the branding, the IP will get people in on it, uh, whether or not, just because something like Magic the Gathering wouldn't. But yeah, the cost is prohibitive on uh, card games, that, that like paper card games, this is the first one I've picked up in, years and years and years because I mean I was playing Magic the Gathering Arena because of how expensive the actual cards were like I liked the uh, the cards I liked the sets but I could only do it online with the ones you could like earn packs through because of the cost and this is the first one I've bought packs for and like opened up and wanted to do something like this but um, yeah I mean that's why I play Marvel Snap so much is because it's well. Yes, I will pay like fifteen bucks a month to do the uh, the the season pass on it. I don't necessarily have to buy anything else. Like that's been enough for me to be able to fully enjoy it and get all the cards except for one that I want so much. I want Jeff the baby land shark so much, and I cannot get him. He will not pop for me, and I don't have enough tokens. And but other than that, like I've gotten everything and can can perfectly play. So. It's what I do for card games because I can't afford other ones. Because I so, can't afford real ones.
0: <laughs> so for anybody listening, it is obvious, I think, at this point to everyone that you are never going back to Final Fantasy 16.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually pulled up a single game on the PS5 since we got the new TV. Wow. Uh, not one. I watched Jennifer play a lot of the the Mario, uh, not Mario, the Mickey uh the Disney Illusion, Illusion Island, Island, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and she uh, she she actually hundred percented it uh, outside of doing the Iron Mouse mode, and uh, like she was that's the only game I can think of her ever wanting to do like that. So it uh, it was really awesome uh, watching her do that. But I actually haven't loaded up any game uh, on the PS five to even see what it looks like. Like I want to, and I just haven't wanted to sit down for the long cutscenes. That's what's done it. Like I got out of sitting watching cutscenes. And I haven't gone back to it yet.
0: Yeah, I can, I can understand that. I So I cannot mention this in our previous Hangout episodes, but I've actually been playing Sea of Stars a lot this month. Right. Um, And I've played it on Switch. And for anybody listening, like I think the people who listen to this podcast who care about RPGs and Dragon Quest and things like that, highly recommend it. Like Sea of Stars is really, really good. Uh, it's turn-based. Uh, the animations are super good. I think you would like it because of like it's chrono trigger inspirations and stuff right um i i played it and actually managed to because they sent code so early like i actually managed to beat it uh right before, oh really right before the embargo came out for like reviews or anything yeah and so i'm not gonna spoil anything here for you or anybody listening but um that was a big part of my month even though i was talking about playing like ratchet and clank right. and guardians of the galaxy um, which I also beat in platinum this month. Been a busy month for video games for Austin. But um It has. But yeah, I played Sea of Stars a lot and really enjoyed it for people who are like interested in it and maybe interested in hearing like my personal thoughts on it. Like I would say that the turn based combat is really good. Um it starts out really simple, but the fact that you can choose like you can choose between two protagonists and one is like moon based and one is sun-based, but you mm. can also change it up if you want to and like they are in your party so it doesn't really affect anything. It's just for like whoever you, whichever style you prefer, I guess. Um, But there's these things called locks that I guess to just explain it to you or anybody who is uh, not familiar with it. I guess the closest thing is really like, you know, in uh, Final Fantasy X's combat where like you could see when the enemies were going to make their moves And also based on the kind of enemy it was, you need to like bring out Waka so that he can hit that flying (laughs) enemy with a ball or bring out, there's that kind of stuff where you can see like what enemy is going to be here and what kind of like damage you would need to do to like keep that move from happening and that kind of stuff. Right, Um, yeah. So the combat, it's turn-based, but it's very interesting. Like it's not just a standard turn-based combat or anything like that. I thought the story was pretty good and the characters were okay. It's definitely... Like it felt like a, um, it felt like, it definitely felt like a game that you would have played in the mid 90s. Like it felt like that kind okay. of game. But That's I guess. That's what
1: they were going for for the most part, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I mean, like in terms of, I guess for me, what, what, ru- not ruined, but like what I guess kind of maybe negatively impacted Sea of Stars for me was Chained Echoes, which I played last year and was my like game of the year last year. Love yeah, Chained it's Echoes. really good. It was a similar thing, though, where like, you know, it was going for that same kind of vibe. But Chained Echo's characters and story felt very more like 2022, right? Like the characters were very well developed and everything just felt right. way more like expansive than right. than just standard. And Sea of Stars a lot of times just felt a lot like cardboard cutouts, especially at the beginning. It was kind of hard for me to get into initially because I was like, wow, yeah. these these kids just feel like such kind of just like generic, like RPG characters. Like they don't stand out to me in mm. any kind of way and they got better, but it's also one of those things where it's like, it's not sea of stars fault, but I played chained echoes first and chained echoes was just so good that sea of stars feels inferior by comparison.
1: Oh man. Like I hate to hear that. Like, because I did the same thing. Like I actually haven't beaten chained echoes, but I, I go back and play it because it's fun and i've got it on switch and uh one thing i've i've noticed is that i really like the combat in it because of the same thing like it lets you see who's coming up and be able to move people in and out to be able to take advantage of the the different kinds of enemies and and bonuses that you're going to get with like the overdrive gauge and or whatever it's called in that one and i saw that sea of stars is actually on ps plus uh, while I've got my membership, and I mean, there's a demo out as well that I downloaded and haven't loaded up, but uh saw yesterday that it's all available for PS Plus members. So and Game Pass,
0: all, day one, yeah, for anybody that has Game Pass. Oh, is Pass it Game or Pass, Pass, or Pass, Pass too? Yeah. Day one hey,
1: I don't through. pay attention to anything for Game Pass because I don't have an Xbox, but uh, you know, your job. You got a PC. And, uh, Game Pass is uh, for PC.
0: You got a PC. It is.
1: I haven't had, uh, game. I had Game Pass PC or Ultimate or whatever it was for a while and I don't have it anymore. But yeah, I, it's very, it, Game Pass is fantastic. Game Pass is way better in basically every way than PS Plus. I just don't have a console uh, that does it and I don't play as many PC games uh, as I used to. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'm excited to play it on one of those without having to shell out for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think everybody, I think CF Stars is really good. I think everybody should buy it. I plan on buying it uh, whenever it gets the physical release next year. Um, Like I want a physical copy of it, just like I want a physical for Chained Echoes. Um, But just like if you're comparing the two and they are very similar in like style and what they're kind of going for. So I feel like it's an appropriate comparison. um, I still think Chained Echoes is the better of the two. But Sea of Mm. Stars is really good. Um, Don't want to talk about too much because I know it just technically came out. Um, Don't want to spoil it for people, but... If you're even like remotely interested in it, like check it out. I think I think that people who listen to this podcast will really enjoy it. It's a it's a good turn-based game. I like
1: it a lot. Um, I'm I'm glad to hear that. I hate it that it was disappointing for you, but also I'm glad that it is a good game that people will like. Uh that there were just specific circumstances that kind of made it uh not live up to what you had thought it was.
0: Yeah. And then kind of not related to video games necessarily but definitely related to dragon quest is i've been i've been in more of like a reading mood lately and i tend to i tend to like usually have a book like that i'm reading like at any given time throughout the year just like i do a video game but i feel like i go through time periods where like if i'm like sinking a ton of time into a video game like then i don't read as much or if i get really into reading then i'll read a lot and not play video games as much Um, Like I kind of almost like interchange the two at times I do the
1: same thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so I've been kind of in a reading mood this week and books really were not like doing it for me. So I decided, I was like, you know what? I need to get into like a comic or like manga series. And um, like, I want something that's completed that like has an end, but that also is kind of long that I can get into. So I decided to go back to the very, very beginning of Dragon Ball and read through all of it.
1: Oh man.
0: Um, and I am currently in, uh, what would be volume two of the Dragon Ball manga, about halfway through it. Um, I wow. got, the, I got the first three cause I was like, this will let me know if I'm interested enough to keep pursuing it. Like I didn't right, just yeah. go out and buy like the hundred dollar box set right out the bat or anything. <laughs> and this yeah. is like the, the beginning, like Dragon Ball, not Z or super or anything like that. Like very beginning 1984 Dragon Ball. And it's like the, it's the one that. Viz release that's like uncensored uncut uh, oh manga. yeah and um anyway i'm really enjoying it like there's definitely things that haven't aged well and yes you know coming across from a manga that was written in 1984 but uh you know i mean it's it's kind of been cathartic i guess like it's it like i mean it's very humorous and so Um, Like I'm not just I've really enjoyed reading it. I mean, I don't know what else to say other than like, yes, I realize that it hasn't aged well, but but I'm still I've been enjoying it uh, overall and um, definitely plan on getting uh, the rest of it. I mean, I I, I really like it. And uh, I I thought I even pulled up the uh, the anime because the dub is on Hulu. Um, for yeah. like the original Dragon Ball, and just couldn't get into it. Again, whatever. I just anime is always a hard sell for me, but I can really get into manga. And so, uh this is kind of. I was already trying to find a, a manga that I could get into, and I was like, at first, I was like, you know what? I'm finally going to finish Bleach after all these years. <laughs> like, yeah. I got super into Bleach, like senior year of high school, and was like really into it for like a year with always reading it and you know watching the show too and then I was like okay I'll go back and and you know I'm gonna finish it but there's just like so much of it and I think for me the appeal was that with Dragon Ball was like okay it's Toriyama so I would like to go back and see you know all of this stuff that really, I mean, you know, led up to Dragon Quest and the way we know Dragon Quest, in terms of, like, art style, like, a lot of the tone and things like that, so I was like, this is, this seems more my jam, but also it's completed, and also it's short compared to manga that other people have recommended to me, or just, like, really popular manga, like Bleach, uh, One Piece, you know, like, I didn't want Mm -hmm. something that's gonna be, like, thousands of volumes long or anything. Oh, yeah. are reading Dragon Ball and Dragon Ball Z, and then maybe super if I, if I'm still into it, like seems manageable, you know, like it's like, okay, like I can read all of this and we'll see if I end up just like gorging on it all at once here or whatever. But yeah, I'm, I've read, uh, I'm halfway through the second one right now and I have the third one, but I was already looking at, uh, they have these like three in one volume editions. Oh, Um, that are more cost efficient. And I was already actually this morning. I went ahead and put volume two and three of those in my Amazon cart because they're only like 12 bucks for like three manga volumes in one. And I was like, that's really not bad. Like that's like, that's the kind of spending I can get behind.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That is, uh, that's not bad at all for that.
0: Yeah. And so I've, like, it's, it's interesting to me, too, because it's like I know about Toriyama a lot from, you know, Dragon it, Quest especially. Yeah. And uh, there's just like a lot of things there. And, you know, Dragon Ball Z like really got big when I was at like the right age for it. So like I was I was right in there, kind of like with Pokemon, where it was like that was when people like my age, a little older than me, too, like got super obsessed with it when it was on like Toonami and stuff and mm-hmm. and can just remember everybody talking about it. So I had that, but like I've never just sat down and gone back to like the very you know first chapter of Dragon Ball and like tried to read all the way through it and so right uh, I, I'm doing that anyway and and i've I've been enjoying it a lot
1: well that's I'm really happy about that. I'm very glad uh i I want to know how you feel when it's completely done because I've never read all of the never read all of it. And so I'm really curious. I
0: think for me, it's you... that it's that it's so lighthearted. Um, like, it's just what I need right now. Like, I've been mm. been feeling really burned out lately, you know, like put JRPGs right. and me on hold again for a while. Like, you know, we didn't record last week and just been feeling really like burned out and down. And so that kind of lightheartedness um, that right. it's had is... I've really enjoyed, even if at times I'm like, "Oh, this kind of makes me uncomfortable." <laughs> like, <laughs> like, there's definitely those moments, but, yeah. um but on, on the whole, there's like lots of, uh, lots of moments, and it's just it's lighthearted, and that's just kind of what I need right now. Um, yeah, and so, uh, yeah i I plan on going ahead, and unless it, something just drastically changes, I plan on going ahead and ordering yeah. the next. Uh, two like three and one volumes and just um because by then i'll I'll be pretty good i think it's 42 i think it's 42 volumes long so by the time i get those 3 they there'll be like nine into it so that's a pretty good like chunk of like okay yes i'm gonna be invested in this or not so
1: yeah i haven't thought about getting into the like a long series of manga like that that's already finished the closest one that i thought about getting into was um Oh my God, I can't think of the name of it now. It was just recently turned into an anime, uh, fairly recently, a few years ago. Something never Promised Neverland? Promised Neverland
0: is among the yes.
1: Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Like, I read the first volume of it and really wanted to get in, uh, get through it, but I just never read a lot more of it. And I read, uh, I bought the first volume of it and I think I read the other one on, one of the the manga apps that you can get and read it digitally and then never went back, but it was really good and I think it's completely finished now. It looks
0: pretty. Like it's, I I googled it real quick. I'd heard of it, but I just uh, when you were saying it, out I, I was checking to make sure that really was what it was called. And yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks pretty. Like I like the art and stuff. It may
1: have been the the Viz Media app or something like that that I was able to read it on with just a, a like a two dollar a month subscription. It was really cool. And, uh, but I liked that one, but I've never gone back and read Dragon Ball or any of the Dragon Ball or Dragon Ball Z, uh, mangas at all.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like it.
1: I like it. You like it.
0: You know, you like to move it, move it. You like, nope. that's how the song ends is it, I like it.
1: Oh, I not bad. Eh? I, don't, I like it. I don't know if I've ever, That's the end. I don't know if I've ever heard of that, heard that part. Like I don't pay attention
0: the very end. I don't yeah. know if I've
1: ever heard the entire song.
0: This is what oh. you learn when you spend some time as a DJ for a little
1: while. <laughs> that is true.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, and then I guess the last thing here before we wrap up um, as I finally went back and now that I beat Sea of Stars, beat Guardians of the Galaxy, haven't really been in much of a video game mood, but I'm trying to go back and actually beat Crisis Core Reunion because, uh, okay. like you, I played it right before uh, ff16 because i was in a final fantasy uh-huh. mood But yep. whereas you like beat it because it's a short game for anyone who short has not game. played it it's very short you know you yeah. beat it and i got like i got through chapter five which is halfway through the story um oh yeah and then ff16 came out and i just went all in on that but uh but yeah i decided to go back to it and uh Got to the Nibelheim stuff, where things are actually getting okay. pretty interesting now. It actually so. gets
1: interesting there. Like, I really like it. I I think that was really where the game took off, where I got really interested in the story and characters. It started to uh, tie together a lot right there.
0: Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm kind of, I'm trying to wait until I beat it before I, like, have any kind of real opinion on it. But, right. but yeah, I, I mean, I'm enjoying it. It's one of those games because it's all, like, Cause it's missions or just like very short chapters. It's pretty easy to chip away with. So it seemed like a good one to try to go back on and play right now when I'm not in too much of a video gamey mood. Yeah. But if I'm wanting to do something, that's not just reading or whatever. So um, hopefully next week um, I'll have that one beaten and we can talk about that because I know you really liked that game.
1: Yeah, I really liked it. Uh, I liked it a lot more than I thought that I would. And so it's, uh, I want to know how you feel about it because I never went back and like did all of the 100% stuff. I never did all the side content. But in terms of like playing through it and it being a nice, quick, condensed uh, experience, I really did, really did enjoy it. And I look forward to seeing how it ties into uh, Seven Rebirth.
0: Yeah, that's kind of why I wanted to go ahead and beat it because I was like, I need to go ahead and play this and beat it before FF7 Rebirth comes out. And. Um, I, so I just, I don't know. I, I think that like going to talk about the 100% thing real quick, like I, that's the thing that's going to get me is because I really like to complete things. Like I like to finish them, even if they're things that I feel kind of met on like guardians of the galaxy. I enjoyed, but compared to a lot of the other games I've played lately, like it was probably like a solid, like three out of five for me. Like it wasn't just like outstanding. Uh, I enjoyed it, but, it, you know, three out of five games is probably what I would give it. But even that, like, I platinumed it. And so, like, I really want to, like, go through and collect stuff in games and complete it. And that's the yep. thing that, that gets me about Crisis Core Reunion is I was like, I'm going to do all these missions. But there are just, like, so many. like So I, many. I, I'm at 27%, I think, is where I'm at right now oh, man, yeah. and i and i feel like i've done so many and i just i don't think i can do it i think i've decided that i'm just like you know what this is one of those games that i don't think i'm gonna get to complete because i didn't realize how many just how many missions there were going to be in this game it
1: yeah it added when i looked at how how long to beat it went for it like tripled to uh, quadrupled i believe the uh the amount of time like it went from being like a a twenty ish hour game to an eighty to a hundred maybe. Like it Yeah. Just doing the same kind of side content. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm not I'm not doing that.
0: Yeah, I believe it. Like I'm at chapter eight. I'm at chapter eight and I've done twenty seven percent of all the side missions. Mm -hmm. And I've only I think I might have hit the ten hour mark in the game. Like it's Uh, a very short game, I mean. Yeah. Um so I could see that for sure. Yeah. I mean I'm there's only ten chapters. I'm in chapter eight with 27% while with only 10 hours. So like, yeah, if you're going to dedicate even more time, I think it could easily quadruple it for sure.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a really, really good game. And I think that it is very much a, a product of its time that uh, they put in all of these really quick, cause it was a PSP game. And yeah. so they put in all of these really quick uh, missions that you could do, but they're very, very similar and it today it's just it's like repetitive. I don't feel like it's repetitive and I don't feel like doing it
0: yeah anyway so let this be a tease for next week's episode when I'm sure yeah. a chunk of the episode will be on uh, Crisis Core Reunion uh, in the meantime if you've been playing any of these things we talked about in today's episode uh, Disney Lorcana, Sea of Stars read the Dragon Ball manga uh, playing Guardians of the Galaxy Marvel Snap any of that stuff uh, let us know what you've been thinking of it and if you're currently playing something Dragon Questy, definitely uh, tell us about that too. We'd love to hear from Ooh, you.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, if you want to talk to us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at DragonQuestFM. You can also help support this podcast by going over to Patreon, and that is Patreon.com/slash/DragonQuestFM. And if you want to talk to me, I'm on Twitter and Blue Sky now uh, at DragonQueston.
1: I'm um, on Twitter at, at Professor Beege. Um, Probably on Threads uh, more than anywhere right now, which is probably kind of weird. At Professor Beege. and like you said, you can go to Patreon.com/slash DragonQuestFM and uh, support the podcast. Hi y'all, thanks. We'll see y'all next week.